Hey, it's Ryan from The Art of Paying Attention, where paying attention is our proper and endless work. Hey, everybody, it is Ryan once again. I am so glad that you are here with us with another fantastic conversation. And you know what? Sometimes ideas come along that are brilliant ideas. Ideas where you go, why hasn't someone thought of this before? Well, Lisa Shaughnessy has thought of a brilliant idea. And her idea is simply this, is people that write, create, are looking for places to write and create. And so Lisa had this brilliant idea to say, what it would look like to create a database, create a platform, create a website where writers, people that are seasoned writers, veteran writers, newbie writers, people that have a story they want to tell, where can I find a retreat where I can get away from my normal rhythms, my normal habitat, and go and write? Things called writing retreats. And they've really taken off, I think, in the last many, many years. And Lisa has done a great service of trying to compile some of the best and greatest writing retreats literally around the world. So we're not, and I'm podcasting, I'm from the United States, but these writing retreats are literally in almost every country. And so it's pretty fantastic what she's trying to do and trying to build here. And and I, I just see this movement happening and growing more and more. And I think it's not just about how do I get my work done or how do I get that novel outlined or that book or that memoir in place, as, as important as those things are. But I think it's also in a day when we're just constantly bombarded with noise and technology and social media feeds there's something about getting away, getting in the quiet, getting in the still to kind of reset and reframe our hearts and our minds and our lives. So I think there's just so many benefits to uh, writing retreats. And I've had the, the privilege of doing a few of these, uh, done some by myself, have done some guided ones. Um, also, we'll be participating in a, a group one uh, in a few months here. And I just see the value in this. And I, and the thing that I've always taken away with writing retreats is, is not just the writing as good as that is and getting work done and having space to think and pray and just kind of get after the work is what it did to me, how it slowed me down, how it helped me kind of see things in perspective, give the work a proper perspective, um, and also hopefully becoming a better human, a better husband, a better father. Um, a better follower of Christ, as some of you know, I follow Jesus, but um, but all those things, I think there's just a lot of benefits. So I am so excited to share my talk with Lisa Shaughnessy and all her information is in the show notes so you can find her and find all the retreats. And hopefully this will encourage you. And also if you've been thinking, yeah, but this is something I'd love to do. Um, I know it's one of those things where it's, oh, that sounds great and it must be nice to be able to do these. Um, but there's a lot of different ways of, of getting away. Sometimes they're online, virtual, those are becoming popular too, just to have a different rhythm, a different space to kind of focus on the work, focus on the project, focus on the stories that you're trying trying to tell. And before we get to the conversation, I just want to say a couple things. One, hey, if you want to continue to support the show, continue to support my work, um, there's a paid option on Substack here, Ryan dot, ryanpelton.substack.com, uh, where you're hearing this. Um, five bucks a month helps pay for hosting, helps pay for the work we're doing, helps keep things, keeps the lights on, as they say, and uh, some cool behind the scenes stuff that will be coming down the pipe. So all that have subscribed, all those that have signed up, thank you. And uh, we'll keep working at 
the writing and the podcasting and all the good stuff. So thank you for that. And also just a, a great way to kind of share the love is to tell others. Word of mouth still works. Tell your friends. If this resonates with them, maybe in the kind of starting things space or creative space or paying attention to the things that matter space, people doing interesting work. Uh, if that resonates with you and maybe your friends or your family, share the love, share the podcast, share the the Substack. Also, uh, if you have people in mind that you'd like to invite on the show, just reach out to me. I love to meet new people, love to talk to interesting people doing interesting things, making a difference in the world. So uh, so thank you for uh, all that, all the people that have reached out. And I just love all the people I continue to connect with and interact with. It's it's just a great, great blessing. So enough of me yammering, enough of my voice. But let's go hear my voice with Lisa Shaughnessy. Well, Lisa, it wouldn't uh, be prudent if we didn't talk about what are you paying attention to, because this is the art of paying attention. So you can answer that however you want. I've been thinking about this too. Actually, I'm really glad that you asked this because as I've been listening to your previous um, podcast episodes, it actually made me think of this, which which is good. And what I'm paying attention to right now is the barrage of ideas that are just flooding my mind all the time. And I'm trying to rein them in and, you know, really focus on the things that I've already started because I find myself rushing from idea to idea. Oh my God, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Let me write some things down. You know, can I create a a website for it or something? And so I, I've really got to pay attention to not doing that. <laughs> no, I think that's really good. I think, um, you know, a lot of our community audience is creative people, people starting things, people dreaming about things, doing interesting things in the world. So, um, yeah, it's that, you know, chasing the shiny penny and where do we, what do we, what do, how do we know what to chase? How do we know what's actually a good idea, what to stick with and also what needs to be pushed aside. And, uh, and I, especially for you, for you and others, myself, writers, you know, when you're thinking about yeah. ideas and, you know, is this the book I should be writing? Is this the theme, the rabbit trail, you know, before I go down and all this research and doing all these things? Um, no, I love that. I think that's, uh, that speaks to us, to a lot of, a lot of us. So, um, so Lisa, uh, we are so glad to have you on the show and I, I was really excited to have you because I've been thinking a lot and paying attention to a lot of, um, how do we make space to create things? How do we make time? Um, how do we find places that maybe are outside of our own normal rhythms and responsibilities? And some of your work has been around retreats, writing retreats, making space for people to do that and the value of that. And so I want to just talk to you a little bit, kind of maybe start a little further back is just, you know, you're a writer, you're, you're helping authors uh, with their books, but also uh, connecting them with a different writing retreat. So tell us a little bit how you got into first, like writing and creating, and even this idea of, of writing retreats. Let's, let's go back a little bit. Okay. Well, I have been writing, I've enjoyed writing my whole life, but I didn't always do creative writing. So I enjoyed like any kind of work I had when I was working. So I was in the military and then I was in the government 
and I enjoyed writing for those organizations. Um, so it wasn't creative writing at all, but I enjoyed getting my thoughts down on paper. I enjoyed sharing them. So I always liked the creative process of writing. But about 2018, I'm trying to think all the years flood together now, but I had been researching my family history for years since the early 1990s. And around 2017, 2018, I'd done enough research that I had found what I thought were some kind of cool stories in, in that background. And so I started just doing creative nonfiction. So I got all the research together. I had all the information and I thought, man, these would be so cool to just get out in the world. Um, they're dating from the early 1800s to the mid 1900s. So I thought, you know, people could really identify with the struggles that people had, how they overcame, you know, whatever it was, and just everyday life, you know, it, it hasn't changed a whole lot, you know, humankind, uh, human nature. So I really, that's when I really started doing creative writing. And I found that I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed even though I had the facts and the information already presented to me, I didn't make up characters or plots. I had to still weave them together as a story and not just then they did this and then they did that. So I, I found that I really enjoyed that creative process. And from there, I started thinking of other stories and just kind of trying my hand at a lot of things. I did some short stories and I did, um, I guess what people would call women's fiction. Um, and I even touched on some like supernatural elements, just kind of, you know, once your mind starts going, like you said, you know, what rabbit holes do you go down and what, what books should you focus on? Well, I decided to focus on everything, um, <laughs> for a while, but I always came back to my family stories because I just really enjoyed getting to know the people who came before me and I enjoyed putting their stories on paper. But I realized um, in about 2019 that I needed more. I I had worked with a book coach on a few things and I'd taken, you know, online courses or the different um, things that, that people offer, courses or workshops and joined writers groups. But I thought, I really want a concentrated time to really dig into my writing, to to get to know other writers and, you know, bounce ideas off of them and to have a book coach or instructor, you know, somebody, whoever leads the um, a writing retreat. I thought that would be what I would really like, just a one to two week intensive where I could really just do nothing but write. Well, by the time I found something that I thought would work for me, the pandemic hit. So this because this was fall of 2019. And, you know, we had vacation, you know, the holidays came up, we had things. I was like, okay, I found a couple that I'm really going to look into right after the holidays. And then there was nothing. So I thought, it sort of gave me a lot of time. And I thought, well, if I'm having this problem finding writing retreats, and that was the thing, I, I had to sift through all these blogs to find, you know, the 20 best writing retreats for this or top 100 writing retreats you should go to in your lifetime. And it was really daunting. I, there was no real place to find that and to really connect with writing retreat hosts. So um, 
sort of an aside, I decided to start a writing retreat directory <laughs> because, you know, I can not have only one idea at a time. So started the writing retreat directory, which actually just launched last week in, in beta testing. So, um, but as I was going through that and connecting with writing retreat hosts to, um, to see, you know, gauge their interest, will, will this work? What would you like to see for the directory? I realized that um, it would be nice if more people knew about them, not just through this directory or through those, you know, blog posts, but if I could really get the writing retreats front and center in front of more writers. So that's when I decided I could do an event. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do an event because you know that's easy. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Are you familiar with the online summit model um, where people pre-record presentations and mm -hmm. over a two to five day window, you have them go live and um, and people chime in on a chat like so you have a live chat while people look at the pre-recorded video so that was the closest I could come to what I thought I might want to do because I had no experience in the virtual event arena or events well I did workshops years and years ago I did in-person workshops but that was it so somehow i figured that was enough experience for me to to do this and so i started cold pitching um writing retreat hosts to see if they would speak and started you know advertising it out getting people's interest and in february of this year i did a two-day uh virtual writing retreat sampler event and I got a lot of interest in it. People were very interested. For one thing, of course, the retreat hosts were very interested in having their retreats, their writing retreats out there. But the response from writers was amazing. They were like, oh, I've been looking for a writing retreat. I've been trying to find, you know, what's out there, what people offer. Um, because I did five retreats on one day and six retreats on the other. So people got a real intense view of about, you know, of 11 writing retreats that were coming up in the next year. And there wasn't anything like that before. And I think with the writing retreats, people don't know what to expect. Writers don't necessarily know what to expect. Sometimes they think it's out of their range. It's either out of their price range or it's in exotic locations. You know, well, I can't just go to the south of France and, uh, and, and write for two weeks. But there's so many writing retreats right here, right in the States, right down the road from me. Um, I'm in Northern Virginia, um, Colorado, New England, more than you can count in New England, um, California. So I just wanted writers to know that there were a lot of options out there for them. And I would help bring that in front of them so that they could have more choices. So they could make informed decisions based on, you know, reality and not just thinking, mm -hmm. oh, I'd never be able to do a retreat. Sure. So I, <laughs> no, I love this because I, I think, uh, you know, what you're kind of tapping into also, I think is not just that people maybe don't know that they exist, but also I think helping people think about this is actually a good thing. It's, it's actually, I've never considered this or what would that be like to have a week or two to just really focus in on 
just writing and maybe not having those responsibilities or doing it in a different setting. You know, there's there's a not to get too woo woo, but I think there is this this thing of sometimes when we're in our own setting, um, in our own routines, sometimes we actually it's like the familiarity of it. We we can have a more of a challenge, but when we know we're in a place that's just focused on this thing, like I'm just going to be writing, that's the only thing I'm going to be doing, or it's in a you know beautiful setting that always helps, mountains or beach or <laughs> you know somewhere somewhere else. Um, there's like a, a switch that goes off. Like your body's almost saying like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in this place, you know, and you're enjoying your, you're relaxing, you're maybe getting refreshed. Cause I think there's, there's something I was just talking to somebody the other day about, you know, we're going to see more of not just writing retreats, but I think it retreats in general, just because of technology. And I think we're too tethered to technology. And so we need breaks from that. We need fasts from that to kind of reconnect to ourselves and, and, you know, maybe spirituality or maybe our creativity or what we're trying to just, just room to think and and breathe. And, you know, when people are in cubicles for, you know, a lot of their work and all that kind of stuff. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of layers to this, this onion, but, but yeah, I yeah. think there's, there's something unique about this, not just making aware of it. Obviously that's what you're trying to do, but also to kind of encourage people to say, Hey, this is a possibility, or this actually could be really good for you because what if you did have two weeks to actually complete that work or, or, think through a book or get, you know, get yeah. the start to something or, or what have you. So, um, so yeah, yeah I wanna, what I'd like to just real quick, what I, cause you hit on that. What I like to say is that a writing retreat will help you reach your writing and publishing goals faster mm. because you, like you said, you were just in that environment, you're in a new environment and you have that dedicated time. And back to your point about being in someplace new we when we get into a routine when we're in the same place we don't pay attention to it like back to paying attention right mm -hmm. we we're in the same room the same house the same car the same you know work environment so we don't have to pay attention our brains on autopilot we're just mm -hmm. like okay okay but when we are put into that new environment because we have to pay attention then our brain kind of perks up we are now looking at things because we have to, we have to know, you know, should I go that direction? What's, what's over there? Do I need to, you know, know about this? And that can spark our creativity because we have to really open our eyes and we'll see things that we hadn't. We'll see, you know, somebody at a cafe that might spark a plot point or some characters or just you know, like you said, being in the mountains versus if you normally live in you know, maybe a desert environment, just having your brain have to focus on what's mm -hmm. around you for the first time in a while mm -hmm. could really do wonders for, mm -hmm. for getting that creativity going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I think from, I mean, for most of us, probably yourself, myself, like you have other work or other responsibilities and you're writing what I say, writing in the cracks of your life. So, <laughs> so you have so many distractions, right. And your brain gets full, your heart gets full, you're stressed, you're worried. And sometimes when we're, even when we're trying to create something, I think it, um, it kind of works against us because we're always, we, it's hard to have clear thoughts or it's hard to have just like focused. Like, I, yes. I just need to work on this, you know, cause there's always, well, kids need, my kids need this. My wife needs this, you know, whatever it is. Um, but to kind of remove yourself from that and actually say, I really need to get clarity on this work, you know, this plot point, this, you know, memoir, this, you know, really where it's really like, it's just, I don't have to think about the oil change and I don't have to think about, <laughs> you know, paying the bills and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, which I think is really the the gift. Um, and you know, the few times I've been able to kind of get away and just focus on writing just in particular. Um, but, but let me, um, let me dig into that a little further. So as you've kind of, um, obviously interacted with different writing retreat hosts, um, what, what are people 
um, going to get as far as what are the the variety of, of these um, retreats? I mean, is it is it guided? Is it just a space? You know, an Airbnb, a glorified Airbnb, where they can just enjoy the the space to write and nothing else? Is it hey, we're going to help you with the work you're you're doing? Um, you're going to interact with other writers. Like, talk us through that a little bit. Like, what what's the variation of the actual retreats themselves? And that is what is so great about all these writing retreats is it is so varied. All the things you touched on, so. Um, there are, you know, very guided ones where they have workshops, specific topics, craft, um, you know, workshops, or they'll do critiques with the uh, writing retreat host. A lot of times book coaches put on retreats um, or they'll bring in extra people to help with, with that part. So there's ones that have critiques. There's definitely some open sessions um def- you know people want to go there to write so you don't want to cram too much in there's excursions people if they go to well actually i was going to say europe but actually anywhere they'll do you know wine tours or brewery tours or take you into like a local town or maybe a festival um one that i just saw is taking a train from i think oregon up to vancouver bc Canada. So it's a writing retreat on a train. Um, so <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. I think whatever kind of retreat people are looking for, it's out there. You have crime fiction retreats, memoir focused retreats, and a lot of them do create, like I said, mostly that free writing space. But you can, if you need more help or less help, there's a writing retreat out there that offers that that different um, variation for you. You know, it's interesting. I last fall I went to Europe and had the opportunity to go actually on a guided kind of tour uh, through Scotland and through London and some oh. other areas. And and but the focus was a lot on the writers of that uh, of these places. So wherever we were, it was there was kind of a you know, whether it was a writer or a poet or, um, and, you know, what was interesting about that was what I found and we'd have time to write and do some other things, but, um, is that it just inspired you. It, it was actually having someone that, that understood the history really well and talked about, you know, why were they writing this at this time? And what were the challenges and the struggles? Like you kind of went away, not just, it wasn't really about craft, but it was, it was, you were just kind of internally inspired. Like I want to, write poetry. I don't even write poetry, but you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to, you know, I saw Van Gogh. I want to, you know, put yeah. paint on canvas. I want to write, you know, this book or whatever. Um, and I think there's a kind of an intrinsic value to, to that piece that I don't think people realize is, and if you, you've probably experienced this too, where you, you visit somewhere that you've never been, or you go to Europe or, I mean, especially Europe is just a unique place. Cause it's everything's so old compared to America. Yeah. And both of us are <laughs> spe- speaking from, you know, North America. Um, it, you know, if it's, only 200 years old, but there it's, you go into a cathedral and it's six, you know, 600 AD yeah. and um, it just does something to you. It just reminds you like we're part of something bigger and a, and a bigger history. And I don't, I don't think you can put a price tag on that. The, the inspiration part, the, Hey, we're part of this bigger thing. And the, the uh, excitement of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, we're here or we're, <laughs> we're doing yeah. this thing. And I found that to be true. Would you say that, that that's fair? I mean, in some of these, these retreats, it sounds like that's what they're trying to get after. Oh yeah. And so many are in very cool older buildings. Um, one that's on the directory now is up in, 
uh, Manitoba, Canada, mm-hmm. and they're in a, a, a converted old church. It's like a really old church, and each of the rooms is actually named after a writer. So you had your writer-themed room. So it kind of goes to both of what you said, you know, an older, interesting building, and then you get inspiration from specific writers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so many of the retreats that I do see in Europe are not just hotels or you know, Airbnbs, it's, it's castles. People are staying in castles Mm -hmm. or, you know, very old uh, buildings, or if it is a hotel, it's, it's some kind of historic, interesting, interesting place with, um, you know, nooks and crannies and people can kind of duck into these alcoves. It's just, yeah. I mean, if you get any writing done on some of them, I'd be surprised because I would just (laughs) be like, Whoa, look at that. Look at that. I, I, you know, I'd be such a tourist that, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much writing I'd get done, but but yeah, definitely that environment that's just so interesting or steeped in history, that's going to be, I think, just add add to that creativity. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a, and again, I don't want to just use my experience as you know the truth, but but one thing I found was because I think you're so focused and you're away from your normal things is actually a lot of the kind of writing comes faster than normal. Um, and I think there is that kind of inspirational piece um, where you're just, and you're also around other writers. Like that was, yeah. that was part of my cohort that I was a part of. It was a lot of creative people, a lot of people that are writing different things, but, but it's just like when you're in that kind of environment, it kind of, it spurs you on to, to do good work and, and to put words down. Like where, again, when you're just kind of on your own or you're by yourself, I mean, it can be a very isolating thing. Obviously yeah. we, still, we still have to do the work ourselves. No one else can do that for us, but um, but yeah, it's like, it, it, it comes faster. It just feels like you just have this deeper well to kind of draw from, you know, and I, I like what you said, like, you know, if you're, you know, in a cafe and you just see someone and you go, oh, that kind of sparked an idea or a character or, a, you know, a thought just jumped in my head, you know, that you wouldn't normally have, or a castle you saw, or, you know, a bird on a tree or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, it could be a million yeah. things. Um, yeah, sometimes I'll go down. So I live in Northern Virginia, but we're very close to a lot of small towns, really cute small towns, um, you know, not as old as Europe, but definitely from the, you know, 16, 1700s, some of them. And I'll just sometimes just drive, you know, 45 minutes or hour away, park and just walk around one of those really, you know, cute old towns and, and just get inspired by that, that environment. And it's, it, it, it does, it makes a difference even just, so if, anybody's listening to this and they think, oh, well, you know, I can't get away for a whole week or I can't go to, you know, Europe or something. Just drive, drive to some local, mm-hmm. you know, town somewhere that's not even that far away and and get inspired by any new environment. Yeah. I, I a couple of years ago, did um, about an hour and a half away, just got an Airbnb and and it was just a small little town. And that was the whole point. And, you know, and I think part of that, I live in a big city, so it, it, it's part of also like being quiet and being away from the noise and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I have no problem going to a coffee shop in town or whatever, but, but yeah, being like by, we were by the Missouri river and it was just beautiful. And, oh, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like getting, getting out to this quiet place and it's almost like quieting yourself down so that you can, again, like really focus in on what, you know, what you're working on or what ideas, you know, and m- maybe even, Hey, I don't have a fully fleshed out idea, but it, it's an inspiring place where something comes to you because you have the, kind of the room and the bandwidth to do it. You yeah, know, and, just free write, you know, right. whatever comes yeah, out. Just, yeah. Cause that's yeah. part of the fun too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now when you, and this might be a hard, I don't know if it'd be a hard question to ask and, and you can say, Hey, pass if this is, um, but um, I don't know how, how, how much you interact with the actual like retreat attendees. Um, but I'm curious um, 
kind of what are the the different levels of of writing. So in other words, I know we have a lot of people probably listening. They're like, Hey, I haven't written anything yet, or I want to, maybe I'm I'm a seasoned writer. I have many published things, you know, maybe I do this for a living, whatever it is. Um, but have you, have you noticed like in these different retreats, are they built for certain people? Um, just beginning, uh, do they have room for that? Is it just for seasoned people? Is it kind of in the middle? Is it all over the place? I mean, how do they kind of arrange them for, you know, maybe if you do need a little more coaching or you do need a little more or others are just like, I just need a desk (laughs) to just, (laughs) to just go. Um, yeah. Talk us through that a little bit, just what you've seen. Yeah. So the great thing is, so many writing retreat hosts create their retreats for the beginner to the seasoned. So they open that space for them, maybe with some extra time spent on, you know, critiques or even pre-coaching. So some writing retreat hosts, they'll put something together where people can either talk with them ahead of time or send them maybe some samples or something ahead of time. But I think the point is to get out there and write so no matter what level you're at, if all you're doing is giving yourself that space and time to write, it's worth it. And then being with the other writers who are, again, all different levels, you're going to get so much experience and feedback just from being around them that I think immediately is going to help you up-level your writing. But I I found very few writing retreats that say, um, experienced only, or, you know, you must be writing for such so many so mm-hmm. long because I think they, they want to encourage writers of all levels. So I haven't found any writing retreats so far that have been exclusively, um, for experienced or published or, you know, more seasoned writers. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say that a writing retreat benefits people, like I said, of all, all levels. You'll just get so much from it. And then if you have to go back at some other time, you'll get something different from it. So whatever level you're at, you'll get exactly what you need to kind of propel you forward. No, I like that. And I, I think, uh, you know, for writers too, is, is to remember, there's always someone that's behind you and there's always someone that's in front of you and yeah. that's just life, you know, and that's, and it, you know, it's so easy to compare yourself and, you know, for those that have never put a, you know, word to a page, but um, I like what you said earlier in our interview, you you were talking about how, you know, in your work, early work, it was like you enjoyed the writing process, even though it was, you know, boring stuff or, or just not, <laughs> not creative or whatever. Right. But, but that's the, the reality is like, a lot of us don't realize we're actually writers. Like we've written emails, we've written blog posts, we've written, you know, letters to our family and we've, you know, and, and we've actually done more writing. We've journaled, we've, you know, um, it, it's actually happened a lot more. So I think it's, it's funny how, when we come to, you know, if you, just because you don't have anything published doesn't mean you're not a writer. It's like, if you put words down, you, you actually are a writer, you know, maybe not in the, you know, people reading my books phase yet, but, um, but it's like, yeah, it's like a big encouragement just to say, Hey, you've done this more than you think, you know, yeah. and you've also been hearing stories your whole life. You've been reading stories your whole life. Cause most writers are readers. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, you, you, you know, you know, you know what a good story is, you know how to tell a story. I mean, we all operate with stories, you know, nobody comes home to their wives or their husbands or their partners and goes, Hey, let me give you three data points on what happened today. It's like, <laughs> Hey, let me tell you a story about what Bob did. Oh my gosh. You know, and, right. you know, so we're actually more intuitive in, in storytelling than we realize. Um, no, but I like hearing that because I know that can kind of create like, 
you know, call it classes in creativity, you know, or, you know, here's the experienced people, here's the non, you know, if you're not really, you got to stay over here or go outside or, you know, whatever, but 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 I find, you know, writing communities and groups, especially kind of in the indie world too, like, that it's a very generous community. Yeah. Um, it's very like, we want to help you. We want to, you know, do anything we can to get you to the next, next level. I don't feel this very stingy, you know, I think for most part, it's like, Hey, this is what I'm doing or, Hey, how can I help you? Or what questions do you have? Those kinds of things. Um, so if somebody was kind of looking for a retreat, obviously you have your, your directory that you're, you're working on and getting that, that going. Um, is there questions they should be asking or just for their own kind of, what am I looking for? Do I even know what I'm looking for? Like what would benefit me? Is there kind of a, a, a rubric that you can help people kind of think through, the, through these, uh, kind of things before they kind of leap in, jump in? Yeah, actually the funny thing is I just ho- posted a blog post last week with this very, uh, the, the answers to that question. Perfect. Um, so I always suggest the writer's before they look at anything, they kind of look at their their timing and their budget, right? How much do you want to spend? How much do you think you can spend? Not just on the retreat, but on, you know, airfare, train, gas, whatever it takes to get you there. So kind of have a budget in mind and then a location or even a time of year and location. I kind of put those two together because if you're if you don't like the snow and there is a mountain retreat in January, well, then you probably don't look at that one. <laughs> so I would say, um, you know, really get an idea of the kinds of places you like to write, you know, cause we were talking about, you know, city versus town, you know, do you, do you thrive in a more vibrant environment? You know, maybe look for retreats that are closer to city centers or that have more activities. If, you definitely need the solitude. If you need quiet and even, you know, birds singing disturb you, then look for, you know, maybe cabin ones or ones in the mountains or, you know, somewhere that's, um, that's less, less active. And so I kind of start with that. I kind I start with, you know, budget, location, type of place, um, time of year, obviously, you know, when, when can you go? When is a good, good time for you to go? And then start thinking about what you want out of the retreat. What is your goal? Is your goal to finish, you know, the last chapter of your, of your work in progress? Is it to get some clarity on character development or plot development? Is it to just get something down on paper? Because once you know that, then you can look at the different retreats that offer maybe workshops or they offer critiques or they offer, you know, more intensive um, information or or more free time. Maybe if you need more free time, you don't want to go someplace that, that's giving you all these excursions or, you know, all these types of places. So I would say, you know, definitely think through all of the things that you want to get out of your, re- the, your experience at the retreat and then look for retreats that offer that. Hmm. Well, that's re- that's really helpful. I, I think there's like a, it's interesting as you share this, there's a almost like for any writer, like what, um, what to think through is that sometimes we don't have a plan. And so, especially like, and again, you don't have to be, you know, Uber Excel spreadsheet person, but, but I think, uh, 
you know, utilizing the time that you do have is, is sometimes with writing, you know, we go to the desk and like, we don't really have a plan. We don't, we're not really sure what we're going to even do today. And it doesn't always have to be that, but just to kind of maximize our time. And I think I, I like this, even if, you know, people aren't even thinking about a retreat, but, but just like every day or every week, or how do I get this thing done? You do have to have some kind of plan because I think I know for me, I can just flail around and then just, or in the name of research, you know, just end up researching, you know, YouTube videos or, or, you know, Wikipedia and, oh, this is interesting. And then, you know, you actually don't write anything. You just, you know, um, no, but I think that's really good because I think, um, you know, when you kind of have a plan and you kind of think through, you might even be asking yourself, actually, I don't even know what I really want, but by thinking through it, I'm going, oh yeah, I need to work on these characters. I need to get these chapters done. I need to, uh, you know, outline the whole book or whatever your, yeah. your you know, your process is. And, and I like what you t- said about location. Um, you know, I, I would say it's probably kind of what you're saying is like, know thyself, you know, know if maybe you're, you get depressed during the winter and snow is terrible. Well, maybe there's a place you can go that's sunny and warm, you know, that kind of helps your soul a little bit. Um, yeah. I know, I know I'm that way. I'm from California originally. I live in the Midwest. So it's kind of, um, <laughs> you know, God's sense of humor, but, um, so like going to somewhere that's warm, you know, going to somewhere that's, that's bright that you need that, you know, and maybe some people like the rain dreary. I like to be inside. (laughs) I like, you know, I mean, everybody's different. Right. Right. Um, so no, I I think that's really a lot of good wisdom, uh, in that. Um, is there any, uh, way again, I know you're fairly new, you know, kind of getting some of these things off the ground, but, um, but even from your experience, I know you've done some, some retreats and different things in the past as well, but, um, can you share like any like success stories or anyone, you know, that you would say like, Hey, um, they did a retreat. Here's what happened. Or, or this was really beneficial just through the grapevine. Any, anything you can share with us? Um, yeah. So one of the women who was, um, a speaker at the, the sampler event in February, I was just talking with her the other day, um, over, over Instagram. And she said that her September retreat is fully booked and she had to do a wait list for it and that she's now um, getting registrations for her March retreat of 2024. So, um, yeah, so that was really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and a couple of other people, I'm trying to think of, you know, sometimes it just all blends, like, who was mm-hmm. I talking to? But yeah, people that are really getting, uh, I think people want to get out more. Like you said, people want to de-disconnect. They want to you know, get back out and, and start traveling and doing the things that they used to do. Um, although, you know, pretty much, I guess, through the whole COVID thing, but you know, people are still getting their legs back, right? They're still getting a feel for, um, you know, how to travel, where to travel again. So I think as people start getting out more, we'll, we'll definitely see those retreats filling up. Mm-hmm. What what would you, um, is there any way to gauge, like, what makes some of these retreat retreat how do you call them? Centers, probably not the right retreat locations. Let's just say that. Um, what makes them successful or what makes them uh, draw people in? Like, is there anything, any kind of like aspects to them that you you would say just from kind of looking from afar that you say, you know, this is probably why people are drawn to this one. Or, I mean, if it's on like, you know, a glacier in Antarctica, maybe that's why, or something really <laughs> cool, you know, I don't know, but, but yeah. is there, is there something to it? Like what it offers or accommodations or, um, like this one, and you said in the fall, like, is there anything that you can kind of say, like, this is probably why people are going to this one in particular or. Yeah. You know, because everybody is so different. Everybody has a different idea of what is and isn't for them, but definitely a theme is 
interesting locations. Um, So, you know, I was just, I had somebody on the sampler who did one in the Catskills um, in New York. And so it's beach. Beach ones are actually pretty popular. You know, a lot of people like like the sun. And in Europe, it seems to be any place that's old, a castle, you know, a really cool, cool town, you know, um, food, food's a big draw. Um, You know, if you're doing like local, local food, local chefs sometimes come in. Um, But I would say it's so dependent on people's interests and personalities. I think you could put a writing retreat together for almost any place offering anything and you would get people who would be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously maybe like not the Antarctica glacier, but, <laughs> but for the most part, it, it, it seems that people want to get away from the normal, right? So anytime, again, we were talking about interesting locations or even if it's, um, so actually one of the retreat hosts from February, uh, Kent Sanders, he lives in St. Charles, Missouri, and he hosted a retreat. He hosted one um, just this past May and also one last fall in St. Charles, Missouri. And he found a historic building. So he didn't even go far. He didn't, he, he didn't, you know, travel to do this. And he filled his retreats. I think they had 10 people in each of them. And even though it wasn't what we, some people might call, you know, uh, an exotic or interesting location, it was in a historic building. He had good food. He created some events and some different fun things for people to do. So I think the, I guess, thread that runs through that is make your location interesting and inspiring and that sparks people's creativity. Other than that, I think you could just find about anybody mm-hmm. who uh, who would go to a retreat that, that you that you created. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. And I think it's probably a little bit like the kind of Airbnb phenomenon too. It's, it's the places you would think people wouldn't want to go or visit. It's actually sometimes the opposite of what they, you know, what they want. It's like, I live in a busy city. I want to go to this little shack in the middle of a field, you know, and just (laughs) unplug. I mean, it's, it's true. Like I have a friend who has like an off the grid little one tiny house thing that gets rented out all the time. And it's Mm. like in, in Missouri, you know, you're like, okay, you know, and it, it's just, you wouldn't think that would be popular, but it's like, yeah, no, it's actually what I need or, or vice right. versa. Right. The, right. Um, right. Don't time. assume what people want. Yeah. Yeah. So That's good. I, I tell retreat hosts to, um, you know, pull their audience or get to know who they want at their retreat and really find out. Cause you don't want to create a retreat that nobody will go to. Sure. So, um, if you know your audience, so I said like a lot of book coaches, um, who already have clients or have a following, create retreats so they could pull those people and say okay i'm thinking of these locations where would the majority of you want to go because just because you think it's a cool place doesn't mean that the writers or other people you know will pay Mm -hmm. to go there but that's that's all i would caution (laughs) yeah that makes sense i I was thinking too yeah it's there's probably got to be an element of like if i'm going to take time off of work or time away from family uh it's got to be worth my while you know right. it's like yeah i want it to be a nice spot a nice you know want good food and some adventure you know that 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 makes sense to me too just because yeah we only have so much limited time and you know and only so many limited dollars you know you, you do want it to make it a valuable experience right yeah um which i think is great i i 
I was so excited to talk to you just because I think um, just on a lot, again, a lot of levels, I think this idea of retreat just in general is a, you know, there's obviously other kinds of retreats you can go on, but, but I think for the creative person or someone trying to write there, there's just such a gift in having some space to just kind of just be and know that that's what I'm there to do. And, yeah. um, and, and so I'm really, really happy for the work you're doing and the way you're facilitating this. And I, I think Thank you're you. on, you're onto something here. Um, now, um, as, as far as, uh, kind of next steps, uh, where kind of what's next for you, where can people get engaged, get involved? Um, where can people find you? What are you working on all the above? <laughs> uh, well, back to trying to rein my brain in, um, I, I, I do have some ideas, but right now I am focused on getting the writing retreat directory, you know, more writing retreat hosts to, to come onto there and to sign up. So I definitely focused on that. I spend most of my time online on Instagram at writing retreat directory. And I'm also working on the sampler events. So right now I'm doing what I'm calling season one of the samplers. And so twice a month, on the first and third Wednesday of every month, I have a retreat host come in and talk about, well, I haven't talked about their retreat, but it's not a like a sales pitch. I, I also have them help writers understand why a retreat benefits them. So before they get into their retreat, they talk about how a retreat will benefit a writer, you know, how it helps them, like I said, reach their goals, um, what to bring to a retreat, because a lot of people think, well, I don't know, what should I bring, and really help them understand, you know, kind of what that will do for them. And I also have them, you know, walk them through a day at their retreat, you know, what will I get, I, I want writers to really get a sense for the types of things that they'll expect at a retreat. And, you know, like I said, they're different in every one, but, you know, some similar, you can't do too much different, right? There's going to be some free writing and some, you know, uh, workshops. And then I have them talk about what a writer can do after a retreat to help keep that motivation going. Cause it's great, right? We're, we're all motivated. We have nothing to do, but write, but then we have to go home and then, you know, people are, are pulling at our attention. So I have the writing retreat host talk about what they can do after they're home. So, um, so I'm working on finishing that. So season one will finish in September and then I'll take a hi- hiatus, um, for a couple of months over the holidays before I start those back up. So right now that's where I'm really focused is, is to do as much as I can to get those, um, you know, in front of people that people know about them and, and to, to get those up and running. But one thing that's niggling at the back of my mind is people are asking me how they can plan and host a retreat. So I get a lot of, you know, questions like DM or email. So I thought, well, I've written a lot of things about it, quite a few things. So my next thing I'm thinking of is doing maybe a workshop series that can help people uh, plan and host a writing retreat. So I, I'm trying not to focus on that at all. I try, I, I'll write notes now and then, um, trying try not to let it overtake me um, like I'm prone to do. But um, but yeah, I think I think that's next down down the in the next couple of months. Hmm. Well, I think that's really good because I. Th- I just think of all the hosts that you're interacting with. And I imagine, I mean, most of them are just like, well, here's the book on how to, you know, do a writing retreat. I mean, I think there's, there's probably a lot of, you know, trying things and errors and failing and, and, you know, that 
because again, it's, it's, it's hard to know, like you, you might even be going to a place you don't even know the area or you don't know, yeah. you know, there's all these unexpected things or, or what's like most helpful to a writer. Like you don't want to waste their time. So what does that look like? And um, so, yeah, I imagine something like that would be really helpful. So I'd say, Hey, keep, keep encouraging, you know, and then as you, you know, as you hear other people, you know, and their wins and failures, you know, it's like, okay, don't do that, you know, <laughs> or um, right. there's, there's a lot to it, you know, and, and, and especially I know creative people, you know, writers, they're not the most organized people all the time. So like thinking about schedules and, and admin type stuff can, can, can be kind of overwhelming. So having kind of like a blueprint or a, a playbook would probably be really helpful. So, yeah. Um, and you know, what's interesting is I haven't found that there's anything out there. I, I looked on Amazon for like sure. a book. Somebody wrote a book about a retreat in general, like how to plan a retreat sure, that sure. long. But I was actually surprised that there is just nothing really out there, no courses or anything that help people plan a writing retreat. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't know if I just keep stumbling upon things that people haven't done before. And mm -hmm. should it scare me? Like, okay, <laughs> if nobody else has done it, but right. you know what? I, I, I'm down. This is my mission. My mission is to connect writers and writing retreat hosts. So I'm just going to keep plowing through. Sure. Well, good. <laughs> Well, Lisa, this has been uh, fantastic, and uh, you have offered our community tons of wisdom and help and, and I think encouragement just in thinking about uh, the space to have uh, room to create and write. And and I know there's so many people that listen that are writers and creative people, and I think that's probably spurring on a lot of, wow, I need to do that, or man, why haven't I done that yet? Or <laughs> um, and, and so we will put all your information in the show notes, make sure people follow up with you and um, yeah, I'd love to uh, talk to you again and see how things things are going. So thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, Ryan. I really appreciate you having me. I I, I love talking about this. So I've really enjoyed uh, being here. Well, my pleasure. Well, there you have it, my friends. Lisa Shaughnessy, please, please, please go check out her website. Go check out her work. She's actually interviewing, talking to a lot of cool people in the writing retreat space. And if you've ever considered, thought about for an in, for a moment, for a minute, about a writing retreat, please consider it. It will be good for your soul, be good for your stories. Uh, I know it, it takes time and, and sacrifice, so maybe you need to talk with your partner about it, but a day or two or three away could be the, the start of something beautiful. Uh, that story you want to tell, that memoir you want to get out there, that nonfiction book you're trying to help people with some need, um, do it. It'll be good for not only your stories and your creativity, but for your soul, for your life just battling the noise uh, it's good to unplug so and meet some new friends along the way so go check out uh, lisa shaughnessy's work all in the show notes just again just want to remind you if you'd like to sign up and be a paid partner um, you can go to the, the sub stack it's all there um, very simple to sign up keep the lights on here um, thank you for tuning in i look forward to sharing many more podcasts with you there'll be some more essays coming down the pipe as well also if you sign up for the newsletter i just want to encourage you that I do a weekly newsletter things i'm paying attention to that'll serve you well and variety of ways it can be very eclectic but just things that i'm seeing things that i find interesting i kind of share those and just let you decide what you want to do with them that's kind of the point um so um thanks as always i will see you guys real real soon but before we go just one thing go make some great art with your life and i will talk to you real real soon